0: Okay, welcome to the second, or I, I guess this is really the first yeah. uh, real episode of, uh, of Movie Dudes. I am Alec. And I'm Phil. And today, we're going to be talking about Run, Lola, Run, which is a uh, German film from, I think it was 98? Hold on, yeah, let me check the back it's,
1: of the box. Uh, yeah, I have the, uh, the letterbox page in front of me, it's 98. Oh, okay,
0: yeah, so it's 98. Mm-hmm.
1: Good, good
0: alright so um, I guess let's just yeah let's just start talking I'm really yeah
1: yeah yeah so well I guess we should kind of explain what the plot of the film is just in case uh, right. someone d- doesn't know uh, and well just all, also something that I thought about uh, if anyone watching this podcast uh, has not watched the film but wants to see it, you should probably watch it before you listen to the podcast because we're we're probably gonna spoil the film for you. Oh,
0: we're gonna we're gonna spoil it a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna
1: we're gonna talk about everything that's going on. So better watch it before you listen to this podcast. But if yeah, it's but if you don't care oh. and you just want want to know what the story's about, uh, also well, do you want to explain? Yeah, I guess I should explain.
0: I mean, I'm the one who recommended it. Sure. Um, let's see. So, yeah, the movie's about, um, it's about a girl named Lola and, uh, and her boyfriend, Manny, who, through some, I think it's diamond trade or drug trade, I'm not sure, through some, through through some deal that he did, uh, owes 100,000, uh, marks to a guy, um, just like, like a, I, I don't know what the word would be just like a very tough guy that will kill him if he doesn't have the hundred thousand yeah. so he basically calls up lolo and he's like look i need you to get a hundred thousand marks to me in 20 minutes and the film follows um it follow. okay so now we're gonna get into spoiler territory yeah. i guess just right off the bat that makes sense yeah let's go ahead so okay the film follows three distinct 20 minute interval intervals of um, Lola trying to get the uh, the one hundred thousand and either failing or not failing. Yeah, and it kind of works in like a sort of time loop. Yeah, almost.
1: It's it's it kind of reminded me of like uh, the what's that Bill Murray film? Uh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day rem- reminded me of uh, Groundhog Day, but if Bill Murray was not conscious about the loop, kind of like <laughs> yeah. that uh so well what did you think of the film let's well okay
0: i first saw the film in my uh film in one of my film classes last year because we had uh in my first semester we had a class that was basically just hey let's watch a movie and then talk about it every tuesday and thursday which is
1: awesome
0: yeah no it was a great class especially during quarantine because you didn't really have to be in like I guess school classes, whatever. Mm-hmm. But so what we ended up doing was uh, we, you know, we watched Lil, Run Little Run one of those days, uh, and it was fun. Like it was just like it's just a very fun movie. I think I immediately kind of like gelled with it, especially just I guess from the moment she started running because I was like, <laughs> oh, this is cool. Yeah, I love. Yeah, just I, I really. It's just a fun movie. Like I watched it uh, earlier today in preparation for this podcast, um, and yeah, I mean it's just it was fun again. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't it wasn't as great the first time. It wasn't as great as the first time I saw it. Right. Um, yeah. but it's like very close to the same level of quality, which must just be like a first time back watching it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, which which by which by oh, the yeah. way, I feel I feel I should mention this before we get too deep into discussion oh sure um my uh it, in the in the video version of this podcast you'll be able to see you know cardboard boxes in the back uh <laughs> we're on a slightly i'm on a slightly different camera angle than i was last time um i have the blu-ray that i have which was given to me on christmas by a very good friend of mine named miles um so thanks Miles. The blu-ray right yeah thanks miles <laughs> for giving me this really cool movie Uh, I have it on a digital tire inflator (laughs) (laughs) that I just have in my apartment for whenever my tire goes flat. Mm -hmm. So I just—that's the best thing I could find to prop it up. I promise that when I move, I'll have a much better setup for this. Right.
1: Yeah. I also try to. Yeah. I also. Yeah. What's up? As you can see, i well, not you right now, but as the audience can see, I kind of try to do something with the background with some lighting and i think it looks kind of good with like consider considering the webcam that i have uh but yeah so i don't know if you had anything else to add
0: i guess not really before we get into the to the discussion
1: all right well i, I might as well since you told your story of, of how you first heard of the film uh i had kind of uh, a similar story where um i had a class where we had to to, to, to film a scene and um A scene of like two people running at each other, and as an example, she gave us. uh, Well, she showed us a scene of Lola running, and uh, that's the first time I heard about the film, and I remember. I remember that I was. um, I I thought it it looked kind of weird, especially with the very like techno German music from like late nineties. But also, you know, there was this scene where she uh, goes on the stairs with the like, the the weird animated sequence. And I, I kind of thought like huh what's what's that about what, that's a weird film and yeah and I kind of didn't really think about it much until you um uh, you put it on your list of films to watch and, and then I thought like oh yeah right it's that film alright I'm gonna watch it and so I saw it two days ago and uh, yeah now I guess we should give our opinion about the film
0: yeah Um, I mean, I already, I think I already said that I like it a lot. Right. Uh, I think I would probably say it might actually be the only German film I've ever seen. It's like, like in German.
1: Yeah. I, well, I thought, I thought about that. And the only like German film that I remember watching is, um, Dr. Dr. Caligari, uh, Caligari. Is that, is that the name? The, the, this uh, I know what you're talking Yeah, this about. really old, like, silent film era film um, that I saw in a class for uh, the, about, like, the history of cinema. And, I mean, th- it doesn't really count because it's, it's a silent film. But, and yeah, so... I, I, would, I would say it counts. Well, yeah, maybe. but, you know, it's weird kind of how, like, the two German films that I saw have, like, 80 years of difference. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I've seen a ton of films from, like, that. that's what also this movie helped me realize is that, like, at that point I had seen, like, a ton of films from Japan, like, mm-hmm. a few films from South Korea, and I was, like, and, like, I, and obviously some Spanish movies, too, and I was sitting there, I was, like, damn, I don't think I've ever seen a German movie before. Yeah, uh, yeah no, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was just a, a, go- a good experience is watching this movie. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's just fun.
1: Yeah, it is. Well, so I guess I should talk about uh, my opinion. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and read the uh, review I gave on Letterboxd, which is just, uh, damn, that movie fast. <laughs> which is um one of the most one of the deepest reviews I ever wrote on Letterboxd. I'm really <laughs> proud about it. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, um, no, that that movie is just so much fun, and it's well, I I say it's fast like. It's so the the pace of the film is just so fast all throughout the the film. It's also like I thought about it. It's really short. It's like eighty minutes. Yeah, it is very short. Like I yeah. didn't
0: realize until I was rewatching. I'm like, it's only like an hour and nineteen minutes. Yeah, I think is the runtime, mm-hmm. which is crazy. It's really short. Cause like yeah. i because like the last few movies I watched, which I recently went through, um, the World of car Y box mm-hmm. set from Criterion. Uh, every movie in that box set is, like, an hour and 40 to two hours. Right. So, like, I was, you know, used to those longer movies. And then when I put this in, I was like, oh, yeah, this movie is not very long at all. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: which, I mean, I guess makes sense, considering the entire film is a loop of the same 20 minutes. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it definitely did a lot with the, the, the short uh, uh, run time. And so, yeah, uh, another thing that I noticed with the film that I, that I thought was really interesting is that, uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, I'm a really big Edgar Wright fan. And the all of the film, like any scene of the film, really reminded me of Edgar Wright's movies.
0: That's, that's Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think I
1: ever really noticed that. Yeah, it's... No, but, but I mean... I, I don't know how much this film could have had an impact on Edgar Wright because I know that when the film came out he wasn't really uh I I don't he hadn't all he hadn't made uh, Shaun of the Dead yet and he uh I think he was still like just a random guy working at the BBC so pro- I I guess this film kind of had some kind of impact on his uh on his directing style. It probably did, now that you
0: mention it. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But, um, I guess
0: another thing I noticed, um, this time around was, uh, how much detail is packed into, like, every scene of this movie. hmm Yeah. Like, you get, um, you get moments like, uh, I don't know, there's, like, there's the part that amused me the first time I really watched it, which, like... Uh, every time she always bumps into, like, the same yeah. three people and sees, like, how... And you can see, like, how their fates, like, play out in uh, each separate, like, yeah, timeline.
1: every time it's something completely different. Like, the like the, the lady with the baby, the first time she ends up dying and the second time she ends up winning the lottery and becoming rich. And it's just... And then the third time she becomes, like, a born-again Christian. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, it's... Then there's the girl who, um... She like gets into a car accident, and becomes paralyzed, and then in another timeline, yeah. she uh, becomes like a BDSM partner with yeah, uh, with the banker guy, and then there's um, God, what was the third thing?
1: I uh, was uh, the the I don't. Oh, I don't remember. There was also the yeah, the guy with the bike. Yeah, the guy with the bike. Yeah. And no, I re- yeah. I, I remember I remember when there was the the first like uh flashbacks yeah. Uh, well, no, not flashback but you no know, one uh that first sequence like that. I just saw like, why is why is the film showing me this? Is it is it <laughs> relevant to the story? Am do I have to remember that? And then there was a fir- uh, the the second loop and I was like, "Oh, I guess it does not." Okay. It's just yeah, it's just a neat little
0: uh, more playing with time. It's just a f- this movie yeah, likes to do that. Yeah. There's like a there's another really great uh, thing that I love, and that it's at the end of um, each at the end of the first two loops, mm. um, we're shown these like drenched in red scenes of a uh, of Manny and uh, Lola, pr- probably like after sex, I think it is. Yeah. But like they're yeah they're laying in bed and like they pose like questions to each other like what is I, fr- I Manny says like Manny says like what would you do if I died uh, Yeah and. What did Lola say? I think she kind of
1: just, I think she kind of just said something like, uh, do you really love me or something? Yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which is really, I just, they're not like the most, like, I don't know, crazy scenes like the rest of the movie, but I just, I I appreciate them in an entirely different way.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's just a nice break. Like, oh, you just saw 20 intense minutes of action and running and. Robbing stores and everything. Now let's just... You know... Let's just slow this down. Let's just have a nice scene. Well... Uh, let's, let's just have a much slower scene of them in the bed talking about life. Which is There's nice. There's
0: this... Okay. There's this other thing yeah. that... For the life of me, I can't remember the details specifically. But I was watching the movie. Or This was in my... Um, My class that Mm -hmm. I watched the movie in. We had, like, discussions after every movie that we watched. And one of the discussion points that the professor brought up was uh, the man in the ambulance. Yeah. Which I didn't really think much of the first time I saw it. I was very, like, puzzled by it. Uh, My professor, though, I think he said that his theory was that it was, like, her biological dad.
1: Which is very odd okay which is
0: odd which is odd because her adopted or adopted father yeah. who, you know reveals that yeah <laughs> during a certain point in the movie says that dad died before he, she was born mm-hmm. but who's that guy in the ambulance why does like why does she enter and like hold his hand and then his heart suddenly gets steady yeah it's someone else it i i don't quite know if this is correct uh-huh. But, like, I think he also said that it might be the bank guard who has, like, a heart attack in the third timeline. Does he? Because, like, when Lola um runs away from him after exiting the bank, yeah. or not even exiting, just passing by it, you can kind of hear his, ha- his heart kind of, like, strain a little bit. Because, like, for whatever reason, it zeroes in on his heart sound, and you just hear, like, a bump, 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 and you just hear it go, like, really weird. Oh, all right. So I think... I think if they were to add that detail in, because like he's never shown again. Yeah. After that moment, unless it's the unless it's the same actor as that ambulance guy, which it might be, and the solution is really simple, and I'm just stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. That's, no. All I all I remember is that my professor made that point very like strong that we should look out for that.
1: Well, that's funny you mentioned that because you know what I thought when I watched the film. What's that? Because like. All right, I, it's not like an actual thing that I have, but when I watch movies, I kind of have trouble uh, remembering the faces of the characters. So I, I don't know. That's wh- funny. I, I I actually have problems re- remembering names. Oh yeah, well yeah, that as well. But I think like uh, faces sometimes are a bit uh, more difficult to remember. So when I first saw it, I thought it was the um, her her adoptive father's uh, like colleague, I guess, who. Uh, runs into Lola with uh, with his car and mm. then later in the film gets into a car accident with uh Lola's oh dad in the car so I th- I don't know why I thought it was him Shoot you might be right and like, I'm not too r- sure r- Right until about them. right until you mentioned that I was convinced that it was him It's <laughs> Okay I I'll look this up after the
0: recording yeah. or like when when I'm editing this I'll look it up and see if we're being stupid or if it's left
1: ambiguous Yeah so then, who knows? I, I guess uh, for those who uh, are watching the the video podcast, there's gonna be like the answer on the screen. So, yes. <laughs> uh, uh. yeah. So, well, yeah, you you uh, when talking about that we uh, about that we mentioned her dad. So I just wanted to to say because when I first watched the film that I thought, all right, I'm gonna have to talk about that. What a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god, that is such a hateable character.
0: Yeah, he is—he is not a good man. Oh man,
1: like the, there's—it's
0: yeah. such an interesting moment too, because mm-hmm. like, because you know, her, him, and his mistress are talking. Yeah. Um, and she says like, I have, you know, I'm pregnant, and he goes like, Oh, that's great, and then Lola interrupts. But then in the next, the next segment, we see a, a world where Lola didn't interrupt that that discussion at that time and you can see her and we're you're we're able to see that conversation continue she says but it's not yours yeah and then in the third segment he goes like lola doesn't interrupt at all and and she or, or instead it's him this time that goes like oh this is really great uh i think they're interrupted actually by um the guy arriving who usually in the other segments got into a car accident mm-hmm so that guy comes, it it's, you know, knocks into that conversation, which you know she then has a look of like hesitation on her face, like I have to tell you something, and he's like, we'll talk about it later, but we know what that is now because yeah. of the other timeline.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. This movie plays with yeah like, the butterfly effect in so many different ways throughout the entire, um, like just even through different
1: timelines. I yeah no, I love how this film. Was- I mean, this one is basically basically a time travel film, but the time travel in in itself is never mentioned in the film. Yeah. Which I think it's so cool. It's just like the director being like, no, never mind. I don't want this to happen. Let's re- uh, rewind. Yeah.
0: There's like there's other parts too. Like other details is like I didn't this until my second. I didn't this until my second viewing. Mm-hmm. Uh But there is in the beginning there are, there's footage of dominoes. Uh, which kind of plays into the, like, you know, one thing knocking into another influences whatever. Right. Like, one one event happening, be, like, causes another. Um, and then there's something else I noticed, like, I think the first time I watched it is, uh, Manny teaches her how to disengage the safety on a pistol.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then in the second segment, when she's robbing the bank. Yeah. Uh, she disengages it after the guard says, you don't know how to use that. Uh-huh which is so cool you know i actually didn't even think about that that's really cool it's so cool but it also you know plays into the way of like that doesn't make any sense how does she know how does she know how to use a gun (laughs) or like or like how does she does she is she able to like does she know what happens in the other segment
1: yeah no it's it's really nice like those, yeah, those like so cool. fun little details. Oh, I, I love that kind of stuff. Um, it's th- this movie's full of them. Like yeah. Even in
0: even in certain scenes, like actors that we saw like a little bit ago will like be in the background. Mm-hmm. Like I noticed that a couple times, which is really cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and now I think I might have to rewatch this film like at some point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely yeah, rewatching. Uh-huh. Rewatching this was a great experience. Oh yeah, I bet it's definitely the kind of film that you can't just watch once. No. <laughs> um so another thing that i thought I'm, I'm not entirely sure about like the significance of it but I, that i thought was really neat is how in a couple of scenes uh especially the the scenes where we see the lola's dad talking with her mistress where i don't know why but the, the those scenes those scenes are shot with like kind of a, a worse camera than, than the rest of the film yeah i was gonna mention that yeah the, the movie played
0: the movie plays with, like, a few different kinds of, um, I guess, like, filmmaking. Because, like, there's, you know, Lola's scenes where she's, where it's just her or Manny. And it's, like, really kind of, like, very, like, an it's like an HD, it's a regular camera. Right. It's a regular movie camera. But then um, uh, the dad scenes or like, pretty much any scene that kind of focuses on a side character. Is mm-hmm. shot with a, uh, with like a lower quality of film on a camera that doesn't capture as good a picture as the other one,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then and then the flashbacks whenever or, or like the flash forwards whenever she touches somebody or like directly involves like those three times with the other people, that's done in like flash photography. Yeah, which is so cool. <laughs> uh,
1: those scenes are really fun to watch. But when I first uh, saw uh, the the first scene with the dad talking with the with her mistress and the worst quality i thought it was like uh kind of the director trying to make it look like a, a soap opera because mm. you know <laughs> those kind of like boring uh cheap romance shows and so- i thought you were gonna
0: i thought you were gonna mention that you thought it was uh unintentional like uh <laughs> like like l- like let's not mention uh Tommy was so, and the fact that he shot the room on both digital and film, which is kind of amazing.
1: <laughs> which is the most stupid and genius thing I've ever heard about in my life. It's so it's so dumb.
0: They oh. had to create, they had they had to actually physically make a new rig.
1: Yeah. for two cameras, a, a rig that had never been created before, and that's never <laughs> been it never created. To be. No one's ever thought, oh yeah, I'm gonna use the bo- both of them. No, everyone's just been like, oh, it's film or digital. But he was, yeah, oh man. even
0: even in this film where it's like obviously like some parts are a little bit more. I don't, I don't know. Was digital filming around in '98? Because I don't think it was. I don't think it, it was. It? Um,
1: no. I I think, I think it, no. I think
0: it came in in the mid 2000s.
1: I think the first film that was shot completely in uh, digital was uh, the Phantom minutes uh, which was a year really? later. Uh, no, never mind. It wasn't oh, that. No. Uh, I saw a video talking about that. It was a French film. I think it was called uh, Vidoc, the name of the film, mm. uh, which is like, uh, yeah, no, there it is. It's, uh, it was like a big marketing thing. Uh, it was released in 2001, and it was a big thing like, oh, this film is the first film in the history that was entirely filmed in digital.
0: That's interesting. I, yeah. I remember when I was younger, I thought that, like, digital was around for much longer, and then I was like, no, they used... They used film till like I was born, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, no, they used <laughs> they used film for so long, and they yeah, still I, yeah. they still do today. Like oh yeah, there's Don Kirk still do. Like Christopher Nolan keeps uh, using film for like all of his, all of his films. I. Don't quote me on this. Yeah. I think Justice League might have been filmed like
0: <laughs> on film. I think it Which is a really weird idea because like dude, it looks it looks super digital. Yeah. But then there's pictures of Zack Snyder with like his film reels of Justice League. Hold and on. It's like
1: Le- let me check uh
0: Yeah, look this up. Like yeah. double check this because cause if it is, like, that's amazing. That's so dumb. Dude I
1: love it. There's so much stuff about this the Snyder cut, like it's isn't it like entirely in black and white and in four third? Yes. Well, it's not entirely in
0: black. I watched. The Oh, sneaker uh, I haven't. Guy. I watched the whole thing. Really? Uh, yes, I did, <laughs> and it was worth it because it's All not right. a bad film. Oh, okay. it takes it take it takes the absolute garbage file that is the original Justice League cut uh-huh. and turns it into turns it into a movie with actual characters, which is really oh. nice. All right. Um, because there's like no joke. There's like thirty minutes worth of cyborg scenes that are cut out of the regular movie
1: that yeah. make him
0: an actual, that give him an actual character arc, which is really nice, because he's a good character. But anyway. So the, yeah, the Justice League Snyder cut is in uh, 4-3 and
1: yeah. is
0: completely, like, it's not completely black and white. It does have drowned out colors, though. Okay. It's very, it's like it's not it's not as vibrant as, uh, as the other one. Characters don't look as stupid as they do in the original cut, which is really impressive to me. The fact that he made Steppenwolf look like a decently menacing villain, other than a CGI gray mess. Alright. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I I don't know, I could talk about... I, I don't know if I ever want to, you know, eventually, maybe like in a year or so, we should talk about this night. We should, or something. yeah. But at the same time, that would require me to both rewatch the you know the Snyder Cut and the original Justice League, which is not something I want to do anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, because that's like maybe, that's eight that's yeah. six hours
1: all in all. Maybe one day, but one day. Yes. Right now, I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, so I I found the information that I was looking for. So at first, right. he wanted to film the film in IMAX, uh, but he couldn't, yeah. uh, because it uh i I don't i know why but he couldn't film it in IMAX, so he opted to shoot the film uh in a with a 35 millimeter camera i mean good on him i guess yeah i mean
0: (laughs) at this point it's fair enough it's yeah fair enough it's you know obviously it's a lot less practical sure yeah but like if you want to do it hey be my guest
1: I mean, we, we make fun of Zack Snyder, but at, at the end of the day, oh, yeah. it's just a director who had a vision for his film and tried his best to do it, which I can only respect. No, I respect Zack Snyder. I don't yeah. love
0: some of his movies. No. But I respect him a lot. I don't... So, okay. I've only seen all the DC movies he's done. I've seen 300. I've seen Watchmen. Uh,
1: um, I've seen uh, Men of Steel.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that one's not good. Yeah.
1: Um... The, yeah, like the all the all
0: the DC ones he's made range from like terrible to pretty good. In the case of the Z, of the
1: Snyder Cut. Oh wait, hold um, on. I forgot he made Batman versus Superman. I saw that one. It sucked. That one is a oh. Oh, I hate Batman's. that one.
0: Jesus Christ, that movie. Man. Um, but yeah, no, like there's there's that. Um, and then I liked Watchmen quite a bit. Yeah, um, it sounds nice. And then, uh. And then 300. A lot of people like 300. Did you not like I it? I hated it. I hated 300. You hated it? Really? Why? It was so boring.
1: <laughs> oh. It right. was so
0: boring and so bland. And I get that Zack Snyder's kind of like, his. that's kind of his style is like drowned out colors.
1: Yeah, I Which guess. can work
0: sometimes. In 300, it just looks disgusting. <laughs> i don't know maybe there's something i didn't see in it when i watched it like three years ago yeah but like you know at at the end of the day i just don't like that movie very much
1: right can i just say one last thing about zax and and then we can go back to run lola run
0: uh which
1: is i don't know if you saw that video it's such a funny video that was uh filmed pretty recently uh like when uh when the world started, uh, started to reopen like two months ago and uh, mm-hmm. there was a guy that was doing a, a stand-up comedy show and uh, he was asking people in the audience like oh uh, hey uh, what do you do for a living and the guy said oh I'm a film director and uh, the guy started making jokes about him and then was like alright what kind of movie did you make and It was like oh, uh, no. I made Justice League and the guy was fucking Zack Snyder that's incredible <laughs> <And> so the, <laughs> the comedian started laughing he was like Kind of jokingly being like, "Hey, dude, uh, I'm sorry. I love to be in a movie, so call me up." Uh, but yeah, no, that's, that was hilarious. Really funny. That's movie. amazing. What kind of movies do you make? Oh, I'm
0: Zack Snyder. <laughs> what? Oh, uh,
1: that's. <laughs> oh my funny. god. So run, uh, little run. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so let's get back to. I don't even know Run, little run. I don't even know how we got there, but yeah, sure. Um. <laughs> uh, So, hold on. What else have we not talked about that is worth mentioning? Um,
0: I'm not sure. See, like, that's the thing about this movie is that it's not exactly, like... It's not, yeah. Deep enough to, like, really warrant an hour of discussion. Because it's really good. Yeah. But, like, unless I was watching it play by play, I don't know how long I could talk about it.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. Like, it's... Well, that's something that I, that I thought about. Like, wouldn't it be funny if we uh, made a, a podcast about a film and the, the length of a podcast is, lo- is longer than the length of the movie? <laughs> That'd be funny. Well,
0: well, the podcast we filmed, our first episode, at least the raw footage length is longer than most movies.
1: Well, yeah, but that's different because we talked about, yeah, like, no, we... over 20 movies. Yeah. So No,
0: if we talked about... I don't know. Like, if we talked about um, just any movie longer than the regular runtime, that would be funny. I can't. That would be really funny. I can't funny. really even. I can't really even envision what that movie would be. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't. I can't think of a movie that I could talk about for s- this long, like a single movie.
0: Yeah, I can't either. Yeah. So, is there? I guess really
1: anything else you want to mention about Run Lola Run? Hmm. Uh, hold on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it. I'm not really sure, though. I don't really think there is.
0: I think, yeah, I think I I think I got all I wanted to get out. I really like the movie. It's really well-paced, edited, filmed. It's just a well-made movie. Yeah. Uh, and I would... I don't know, if. If we get into, I guess, a rating section at the end of this, I'd probably give it like a,
1: like a low nine, maybe. Uh, yeah. Well, on Letterbox, I gave it a uh, four star, which is, I guess, an eighth. Uh, yeah. yeah. So,
0: it's it's like it's a nine for me, but closer to a nine or closer to an eight than like a very yeah. solid nine, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. I like it a lot. It's, it's a, re- a great.
1: Yeah. Movie there's movie. a there's a lot of <laughs> really good thing. I. I don't think I can really think of a flaw. No, I can't really either. Like, I mean, there must be a few small things here and there, but, like, besides that, there isn't really anything, like, huge that I can really think of. Um, Oh, uh, can I... I, Because I thought about uh, something. Can I just talk about, not related to Run Lola Run, let's just open another... uh, Topic for a conversation: something really fun, movie-related that happened to me this week. Oh yeah! Uh, for the first time since October of 2019, I went to to see a film in theater. Ooh! What'd you
0: see? What'd you see? Uh, so
1: actually, in the past week, I went to see two films in theaters. Uh, the first the first film I saw is uh, Demon Slayer: uh, Mugen Train, which. Is uh, I don't I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Demon Slayer.
0: I'm familiar. I, yeah, I'm familiar with it, which I know the name, and I know that there was a movie out because I have some yeah. friends that like Demon Slayer.
1: Right. So for those who don't know, Demon Slayer is a very popular anime that uh, the first season was released in 2019, and um, in 2020 the 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 movie, which is the the follow up to the first season, was released in Japan, and recently this year it was, it was released in theaters. Uh, in America, so I went to see it, and it was really fun. It, uh, it was, I think it was better than the first season, in my opinion. Uh, That's
0: interesting. I don't know, Demon Slayer. I need to watch it. It's at some
1: point. It's really it good. good. It's I, I okay. really like it. Yeah, it's. There's some really touching parts. Uh, there's a a big. Throughout the entire show, there's a really big theme of, um, like, forgiving. Because uh, the, the the plot of the anime is there's people fighting demons, as the, the, the name says. And the thing is that every time when he uh, when the main character kills a the demon, there's always kind of a scene about how, like... You know, the, the, the demons are humans that were turned into demons. So they... There, there's always kind of a scene of them remembering their uh, human life and everything. And there's always the the main character kind of giving a, a small speech of like, I forgive you. I know that you were like all fucked up in the, the head because you were transformed into a demon. Some really nice scenes like that.
0: Well, that's... Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's good. And just overall, it's a gorgeous show. Yeah, I need to...
0: I'll probably put that i'll end up putting that on my watch list of anime which is pretty pretty lengthy at this point
1: yeah same uh, we could, honestly
0: mm-hmm. honestly we could talk about um like anime that we seen. because i um i don't know if you have uh the same app that i do it's like my anime list of course i have my anime list who
1: doesn't absolutely absolutely dude i don't know a lot uh, of my fr-
0: a lot of my friends that watch anime don't
1: oh, let me pull mine up oh dude you gotta have a my anime list.
0: <laughs> Honestly, like, now that we're done with the movie with the movie thing, we could
1: go on, like, a big anime tangent. Dude, let's fucking <laughs> do that. I'm let's so down to do, do it. Let's do it, let what,
0: Whatever, dude.
1: Alright, well, so, <laughs> do you... Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Let's do it. Welcome to Movie Dudes, where we're gonna talk about anime for a real Hell long yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, do you have a, a favorite anime? Yes, I do. I didn't have one for a very long
0: time, but, at, like, around, I guess, January of 2020, I finally found mine. Ooh. My, favorite anime, my favorite anime of all time is Steins Gate. <gasps> it's so good. I adore Steins Gate. Dude, it's so good.
1: <laughs> I had, um... When I was in, in high school, I had a bunch of friends that we, you know, we'd watch uh, an anime and we'd talk about anime all the time. And I had a friend, yeah. specifically, who she for an entire year she would tell me like dude you have to watch *Timesgate*. i know the kind of anime that you like there's no chance that you're not gonna <laughs> like steins gate and i was always kind of like yeah at some point i'm gonna watch it but i don't really feel like watching it now and then at some point i was like all right fuck it i'm gonna watch it and dude it's good oh my God. i had a similar experience in um
0: Middle school, my friend, one of my old friends, uh, would give me, like, some shows on a, on a flash drive, mm-hmm. and one time he gave me the files for uh, dubbed Steins Gate, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's pretty cool, so I put it in my computer, and I tried to watch it with my uh, younger sister, she's, like, a couple years younger than me, okay. and we tried to watch it, and uh, the audio didn't work, so I was like, mm, mm-hmm. whatever. I think we watched the first couple episodes on Hulu. And it was pretty good, um,
1: but that well now now it's all like, on YouTube.
0: Yeah, that was back. This was back when I wasn't really into anime because I guess you could honestly you could categorize my experience with anime into two separate eras. There was from the time I was born to I think when I was like fifteen, which I didn't like any anime. I really didn't like any anime yeah. except for like Studio Ghibli films, right? Because who then, doesn't? Yeah, and then I watched um death note and it like broke the seal that i had on like not liking anime because i was like this is amazing death and Anime note? can be like this death you know, note the like one that can... broke
1: the seal really yeah it was huh. it was
0: yeah because i remember it it was just kind of started one night because my friend uh, had invited me to uh there's this convention in northern ohio called the uh, colossal con
1: yeah and right. It's like
0: a big, big anime convention I've gone the last uh, couple years that they held it. Uh, in 2019, my friend invited me to it, and I was like, "Okay, I should, I should try and watch an anime to like really brush up or like trying to like at least get into something." Yeah. Before I go there, and so I decided to watch Death Note because mm-hmm. I my sister had really gotten into it and she was bugging me to watch it. So I was like, "Sure." So I watched it dubbed on Netflix, and I. Oh, I, I I think I watched like seven night seven episodes the first night I watched it. Yeah. Cause I was just I was so sucked in, and I finished it in like a month. But it was that was a really good first experience because then I was like, all right, all bets are off. I'm gonna watch a whole bunch of anime. Mm-hmm. And then that Christmas I decided to buy uh, two shows on oh. on yeah, on Blu-ray, and that uh-huh. was Cowboy Bebop and Steins Gate plus Steins Gate Zero. All right so i have all of it <laughs> so and all right i watched stein's gate and i it's a it's a masterpiece i really honestly i could talk about that show for a while <laughs> it's really
1: good uh well so for me yeah, what's yeah. yeah what's your favorite anime my favorite anime is well i don't know if you know it it's an anime called planet after story Oh no, it's Clanad. <laughs> oh no, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> I've heard nothing but sad things about Clanad. Oh, <laughs> it is so sad. <laughs> it's really sad. It's there's well so Clanad After Stories like the the second season of Clanad. Um mm-hmm. and so it's basically basically like Clanad is when they're all in high school and having fun. And after story is when they're not in high school and sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically ha- how you describe it. Fantastic. And there's just... Well, the main character, like... There's... There's always so much bad stuff happening happening to him all the time. <laughs> and he's just overall a very... A sadly unlucky man. And... Uh, there's three... Three scenes in, in particular that I, I can't think of that, like... Are... Some of the saddest scenes I've ever seen, like not just in anime but just in media in general.
0: Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I, I want to add it to my list, but I don't know if I want to because then I'll get well, sad. Well, yeah. You know. So it's been it's well, been so, a really long time since I've been emotionally wrecked after an anime. Long long oh, time. I can't, what was the, the last to, time? Oh, I think, I think Evangelion put me out of commission for a while. I was kinda, really? I was like yes, there's just the the story of a couple characters in general is kind of like, oh Jesus, I need to stop for a little bit. <laughs> uh, um, but I I guess a good idea to just kinda like I don't know, get ourselves acclimated with what we think about anime in general is uh just go go through every anime I've ever watched on anime list.
1: Well so h- how many do you have? From I have like maybe twenty. Maybe. All Maybe right. like 15. Oh, well, I uh, have more. I have 35. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> dude, dude, that's nothing. My brother <laughs> has like, I don't know, two or three hundred.
0: Two or three hundred? No. I haven't even watched, I haven't even watched 200 shows in my life. Same. Anyway. <laughs>
1: That's insane. No, he he's seen more anime than I'm ever going to watch, I think.
0: That's that's crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll just... Yeah. Yeah, so...
0: I can go through, like, um, just, like, top... T- or I, I guess I'll go bottom to top of, like, the best I've ever... The, the worst to the best I've seen. Yeah. So let's see. I, I have it up on my phone. So uh, at the very bottom... Is the only show I've ever dropped, and that was uh, Darling in the Franks.
1: Oh, all right, yeah, you you mentioned that last
0: time. Yeah, which is which is a it was a very recent uh, show by I I don't think it was the same same studio as Evangelion, but it took a lot of inspiration from it. It's uh um, no not, not in the it's good ways the either.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a studio that made uh, what what how is it called? Um, Lagun yeah
0: oh you're right yes you're right yeah now I need I don't know eventually I think I mentioned this whenever I mentioned it last I eventually I want to finish it and just like get my thoughts about it out there because oh boy But then mm-hmm. above that is uh, the first full anime the first full season I saw of an anime which is uh, is it wrong to pick up girls at a dungeon
1: and <laughs> alright not good alright alright can I say <laughs> If I ever meet someone who's never watched an anime and I Mm -hmm. have to find him a good anime to start with, this anime is never going to (laughs) come up in my mind. Like, I'm never going to think, oh, yeah, that's a good one to watch first. It is
0: so funny you watch it because I have a friend and I love him. I love him to death. He's a great dude. (laughs) But almost every anime he's ever suggested, he has been just bad. He's yeah. the one who suggested I watch. He's the one who I I suggested I watch. This one, Darling in the Franks. And wow. uh, I think I think we watched the first couple episodes of Prison School as well, which wasn't too bad. <laughs> it right. wasn't too bad. It still wasn't good. Uh but like, so yeah, all right, I right. Dar- I would say I- I'll give a I'll give a rating along with every one of these. So like yeah. Darling in the Franks what I watched it was 2 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh is it wrong to pick up Girls in Dungeon? 4 out of 10. Uh, the other show he showed me, the first season of uh, Data Live, which is also two. Or not, no, which also four out of ten. Yeah. It was just not that great. Hmm. Um, above that is, uh, I watched this at the most recent uh, ColossalCon, which happened earlier this month. Or, I guess, earlier in June when this will be released. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, Fruits Basket. Oh, uh, the original one? Co- no, no, no. The, uh, the 2000- remake. The remake. Yeah, the 2019 remake. All right. And it's it was okay. I don't know if I'll ever continue it, but it's pretty yeah. okay. We, Because w- there was, like, watch parties instead of the usual, like, rave that they do. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we just had watch parties, which was neat. Then uh, above that, we have um, Fooly Cooly. Oh, I got to watch that one. Which I didn't finish it. I don't know why I didn't, because it's only, like, six episodes. Yeah, it's short. Uh, it's g- It's good. Um, it didn't really gel with me that well. I really do think I need to rewatch it. Um, mm-hmm. Above, above that is, uh, let's see, Toradora. Have you ever seen that one? No, but I know about it. It's a cute little show. It's yeah. Like a, it's like I, I would say it's like a seven out of ten. It's mm-hmm. a very, it's a very cute little show. I liked it. Yeah. Um, what's above that? Um, t- 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 B Stars <gasps> is like a...
1: It's like an eight out of ten. Dude, alright can love I be show? Uh it's a really close second favorite anime. Really? There's really? a lot of stuff that I love so much. Like especially in it's the first anime I ever I ever watched that I thought like, alright, the director is a genius. It's so well made. It's so Ugh. like it's so well like it's not really the right word, but it's so well shot. Yeah,
0: which, yeah. which like the the way it was produced is like one of my favorite st- like stories of production ever. Because mm-hmm. like what they did was they would like they would get the voice actors on like a like a a makeshift stage. Yeah, and just put put mics all around them. This is for the this is for the Japanese version anyway. They didn't do this mm-hmm. for English. So and they would have them act out the scenes. And then they'd animate them in 3D, which usually a 3D anime doesn't look good. This show looks amazing.
1: Yeah, dude. And it's it's so,
0: it's just a really well-made show. Yeah, And I have a lot of, I have a lot of friends that like, or like a lot of people I know when I'm like, like, I don't feel, (laughs) it's funny. I don't feel comfortable bringing up that I really like Beastars in front of a lot of people. Yeah, I get it. At first glance, at first glance, it looks like a total furry bait show. Like, yes. it's so, it's so, like, immediately, like, <laughs> that's the idea you have, and you're like, oh, no. But it's so much more than that. <laughs> it's so much more than that. It's really yeah. good.
1: It's, uh, oh shit, what? Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know what Beastart is, think yeah. like Zootopia, but for adults. Yeah, think Zootopia, but, like, darker. Z- Zootopia, but, bo- Zootopia, but bo- it's sex.
0: Yeah. That's what yeah, it that's is. another. That's another thing. When yeah. whenever people are like, you know, "Isn't that show just just like furry sex?" and I went,
1: "No," but also <laughs> you're not a hundred percent wrong. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, there is, but like, it's more than that.
0: <laughs> it, it's 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 not. It never feels like sexual. Yeah. Almost. It all. It always feels a bit uncomfortable. Because it's meant. Yeah. To. It's meant yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that show's really good. I'm really excited yeah. for
1: season two to get uh Yeah, I think, I think it's coming out, like, it, in July. I thought,
0: didn't, like, it already air or something? Or it, parts of
1: it? Uh, it aired in Japan. That's what I thought. But, yeah. it's, no, see, the thing is, is it, most uh, most companies that, like, edit anime uh, in the West, what they do is, like, they air the episode, like uh, like, a day after it aired in Japan. But mm-hmm. Netflix, they don't do yeah. that because they like to air Netflix. their show like all at once. So yeah, what Netflix, Netflix required the rights yeah. for that? That's right. So what Netflix is doing is they're waiting for the show. I think that's what they're doing. Uh, they're waiting for their show to end in Japan, and then they're gonna air it uh, on Netflix. Yeah, which did, did they say July or something I, like that? I'm pretty sure it's July. I hope it is. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine it would be
0: too long. I hope not, God. I hope not. July fifteenth. Um, Ooh, July fifteenth. I get back from vacation on that day. All right. Oh my God, that'll be <laughs> so. So you good. get,
1: you're gonna get back and fucking binge watch this show just like That's me. That's so
0: good. That's so good. Um, a little bit beneath that, I would say, is uh,
1: Kono Suba. You ever uh, seen that show? I have oh, not, but God. again, I know about it. It's. Yet. Oh wait, hold it's, on. No, hold on, hold on. All right, never mind. Uh, so I was kind of like uh, I I thought it was another show. Uh, I have oh. so I've watched 3 or 4 episodes. And it's really funny, of but Kono it just Zuba? yeah, but I think it I w- it just was, it wasn't like the right time or something like that.
0: That's yeah, it's fair. It's season 1 is good, but it's not like great. Season two is
1: phenomenal. Yeah, that's what I heard. Dude, it's so good. Have you seen like um, the 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 Letterbox Review of Kon- the five star Letterbox Review of the Konosuba movie that was yeah, made by the the, the the I forgot his name, but by the guy who wrote Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's so funny. I remember yeah. someone on Twitter was just like, "What?" <laughs> and
0: then they like, yeah. they asked him about it, and he was just like, "It was a great movie."
1: Yeah. My,
0: Which is so cool. My daughter,
1: my daughter asked me to watch it, and I thought it was one of the greatest, uh, most enjoyable films I saw in a long time. Uh, <laughs> Roger Avery, that's his name. I love that man already. Like, I don't know a thing about him, but just the fact
0: that that's, yeah. that's a thing that exists out in this world, that's beautiful.
1: That's really funny.
0: But yeah, no, is really good. For those who don't know what it is, it's, like, take, take one of those regular, like, uh... I think the genre is like isekai.
1: Isekai, yes.
0: Yeah, like take the take one of those, which is like basically guy dies in the real world and then he's brought to like a fantasy world to like fix some problem. But make the main character an asshole and just make the entire show stupid and fun. Yeah,
1: it's basically... So it's incredible. I, I'm pretty sure the show was written as a parody of of uh, isekai, but it just mm-hmm. somewhat, somehow ended up being like one of the best isekai ever made. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like you get you get
0: you get like the main party is you have Kazuma who's just like he's just a useless like nerd and he yeah. can't really do much on his own. Uh, then there's Aqua, the goddess that he takes with him, who is also a useless goddess, pretty much can really only do party tricks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then you have then you have my personal favorite character, Megumin. Yeah. Who. Is a mage but refuses to learn any other magic than explosion magic, which she can only use once a day. <laughs> and then you have um, the last party member, Darkness, yes. who is who is a knight that can never land any hits, but and is also but is also a severe masochist.
1: <laughs> she's she's way into BDSM. It is so funny. Oh, like it's one of the just funniest shows i've seen in a
0: while i gotta i gotta finish it it's it's a very good show i like mm-hmm. it a lot <laughs> um moving on i guess yes. above that would probably be uh steins gate zero the uh, sequel to steins gate i have not seen it Which, yet have you not it's it's good it's good right. not quite as you know perfect as steins
1: gate season one but it's still really good um I'll, what i'm gonna say is i haven't seen it yet but the suit that he wears, like, the the main character wears is fucking beautiful. So that's just a, he, a good reason to watch it already. He's got drip in that season. Dude, yeah. I don't get it.
0: Yeah. Don't <laughs> get it. It's like, because the whole, you know, it takes place in, um... I don't... Okay, I'm not going to spoil Steins Gate for anybody who hasn't watched it. Yes. But I, I'll I say it like this. It takes place in a timeline where the main character... uh. Failed to do the thing that he does in the end of Steins Gate, the first yeah. season. So that's that's all I'll say about it. But mm-hmm. it takes place in that timeline, and there are a lot of good moments with that like plot point in mind. But yeah, eventually I want to talk about all of Steins Gate because it's so good. Oh yeah, we should. But um, I guess now we're getting into my favorite anime ever. Just like my my list of like top tiers. Yeah. Uh, which is. Uh, you know obviously cowboy bebop is up there in the upper it's like the upper
1: echelon like it's the number 1 anime on my watch list you can't like you you really will never find anything quite like
0: cowboy bebop both yeah. in both in quality and just in how it's made
1: it's like i'm pretty sure i'm going to it's going to sound stupid as fuck but it is true i think i'm really going to like the vibe
0: no, it's an amazing vibe. That's not yeah. stupid at all. The vibe of Cowboy Bebop is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the ultimate, like, and this might just be because, like, I I know that vibe from, like, Late Night Toonami and, like, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it really is the ultimate, like, 3 a.m. show to me. Like, it's the yeah. show to, like, put, it's the show to put on. Everybody's asleep. You're awake for some reason. And yeah. it's like, I'm just going to watch Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. And it's such a good show. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no it's really good um above that which is a show i did not expect to love nearly as much as i do is uh kaguya sama love is War. oh yeah i adore that show <laughs> uh like, i it, yeah i saw the first episode it's so dumb it's basically it's like death note but if you took like the mind game or if you took the element of like I'm gonna catch you, and then you're gonna die too. I want to make you confess your love to me. Yeah, that the reason they're doing the mind games, it's and it great. becomes something magical.
1: <laughs> and also, like, I mean, we've been—I can't believe we've been talking about anime this long, and we haven't even mentioned one of my favorite parts of anime, which is the opening. Oh my god! Because yeah, like, Jesus, um, J rock and J pop is like uh, one of my favorite genres of music in general. Oh, like, same that, here. Same that, here. That and musical theater, and it's like, um, eighties eighties J-pop like city pop. Jesus <laughs> Christ,
0: that, can, Dude. Well, that like, Yeah, if I could ever listen, like if I could, if I ever had to choose a genre of music to listen to the rest of my life, I'd probably mm-hmm. choose city pop. Because
1: I just <laughs> I can't get enough of it. <laughs> right, no, I get that. Uh, but this uh, this show the the opening has like this very awesome jazzy. Um, yeah it's just this awesome jazzy song which is like oh love me mister oh yeah oh mister, oh, mister. yeah <laughs> oh my god that that opening oh, is the, so good this man i don't know if you ever saw him perform perform this. oh yeah live.
0: um oh god what's his name it's blanking
1: on me it's for the moment, uh, i don't know what it is but man <laughs> he's he looks like the kind of guy who just love loves his job way too much
0: He's so cool. Uh, He's so
1: cool. You would love uh, a band, one of my favorite bands of all time, that is called uh, uh, Bradio. Mm, I've heard the name. Yeah, they uh, made the opening for a show that that was called Death Parade. Mm. And they make... uh, It's more like sort of punk, disco, that kind of stuff. The guys got like this beautiful afro, (laughs) just like the coolest hair, and an an amazing voice. And all their songs... are, that's awesome like i want to watch them live so much just because i know there's going to be the greatest party I've, i'm ever going to be at like it would just be so much fun yeah no i um
0: i know it's not like traditional anime i guess mm-hmm. but um do you know the uh, persona series yes i i do yeah because i love that series but, uh, you know yeah. lo- but you know what i love more than the games themselves the music the music jesus christ we'll never see it i recently You'll see. Er, yes at a at Colossal Con, i recently bought um the full persona 4 soundtrack on cd
1: ah uh, it dude is,
0: oh, it's incredible like it you can you really can't beat uh, shoji meguro as a uh, composer
1: i know right it's just
0: like every, I don't know, every song in there is just beautiful. Like it fits, it fits every motif that he tries to go through. Like Persona 5 yeah. is like jazz, Persona 4 is like rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Persona 3 is like hip hop. It's all so perfect. Yeah. Um, my, but like, yeah, but yeah, go on.
1: Well, one of my favorite uh, things to see on the internet, one of the funniest thing I see is people who listen to jazz for the first time and are like, oh, this is giving me Persona vibes. And it's just like Uh, a random jazz song (laughs) that has nothing to do with Persona. There's an amazing, there was one of my
0: favorite Twitter posts I think I've ever seen is one just said, Hey guys, look, it's Persona. And it's just a picture of a red background. (laughs) (laughs) It
1: killed Uh, me. It's like, no, the thing I said was like, uh, if someone (laughs) listens to jazz, they're going to think, Oh, it's Persona. And if they listen to orchestral music, they're going to think, Oh, it's Final Fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. That's exactly
0: right. That's funny. Oh, my God.
1: No, I've yeah, been I... um, since the literally the beginning of uh, quarantine, I've been playing through uh, Persona 5 Royale. Ooh, yeah. Royal's and, so I mean, I've been playing the game for, um, a, you know, since the beginning of quarantine, so like a year yeah. and a half almost. And mm-hmm. I'm not even halfway through. Really? Just because it's, it's oh, the kind wow. of game that, like, I'm going to play it for a month, then I'm not, I'm not going to play it for six months. And then I'm going to yes. play it for a month, then That's I'm not exactly going to play it for six it months.
0: Yeah, so... I'm, the, my my Persona journey was, like, I think it was, like, a little bit after he was announced for Smash at the Game mm-hmm. Awards in 2018. It went on sale on the PlayStation Store for, like, 12 bucks or something stupid like that. Yeah. And, and it was January 2019. I was like, yeah, I'll play it. And then I played it up until, I, th- I think it took me until August of that year. Right. And uh, and I was like, that's incredible. All right, I'm going to play every Persona game. Um, and then Royal came out the following uh, March. I pre-ordered it. I have the collector's edition. I would actually, I'd bring it up on camera, but it's in a box over there. <laughs> hmm. So I will I will refrain for doing that for now. Um, but I played Royal instantly. It became one of my favorite games ever. Um and then I beat, and then I played Persona Four Gold when it came out for uh, Steam, and I recently yeah. completed it like this April or May, which is also an amazing game. They're they're all good. I, yeah, yeah. I'm probably I'm gonna be starting Persona Three when I move into my new apartment because I have it on. I actually have it on PlayStation 2 Mm-hmm. So I have it on like original hardware. I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm just I, I'm such like a. There are very little things in this world that like I will immediately be like yeah. I'll consume anything you give me, mm-hmm. which is like, it's anything Wes Anderson, it's anything like Persona, yeah. and it's anything that the band Weezer puts out. <laughs> I will listen. I will like if it's if it's on or if it's like oh Persona Dancing Game, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give
1: that, oh. like, inject that into my veins. Like <laughs> that's that's the same reaction I had when I discovered like Edgar Wright. Yeah, it's like, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dude, can I, uh, if we're gonna talk about, uh, Persona 5, I have to mention, like, I'm yeah. gonna mention my brother a lot, cause he's a big, like, anime fan, so if we're gonna talk about anime, I'm gonna talk about him, and he's, yeah. um, he also plays a lot of video games, and considering video game, he's, he's an actual maniac, in the sense that he is gonna complete every single game that he plays at 100%, so he can get the platinum trophies. Oh,
0: Madman. Madman. The only <laughs> games, the only games that I ever, like, yeah. every game that I ever, like, 100% complete are platformers. I've yeah. never, like, Celeste, Mario, like, I recently, um, when the Mario 3D All-Stars pack came out, mm-hmm. I completed every one of them, just just so I could see if I could do it, and yeah. I did. And right now I'm doing um, Odyssey 100%, because it's been a couple years since I played it last.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, no,
0: Madman. I dude, would never
1: hold on, do hold that. on. He, he <laughs> finished. Game? Hold on, he finished. Uh, well, he didn't do, do it for a three and four. Uh, but he did it for five. He finished five, like just a story, and then he did it again, like uh, like a year later, just to uh do it entirely at one hundred percent. And then Royal came out, and then he did it again at one hundred percent.
0: No way!
1: <laughs> and it's like, That's a madman right there, dude. No, like something he's gonna <laughs> play games. Like I remember, I remember when he platinumed uh, Dark Souls two, and he was doing stuff that like, you know, he was clearly not having fun because he was doing really like repetitive stuff and grinding over and over. And it was like, yeah, why don't you keep doing this yourself? And he was like, because I have to. I have to. So, no, the yeah. the only
0: time I ever dropped like a Mario game to complete was Mario 3D World. Um, and yeah? and the, uh, th- there's this level cuz like you, what you have to do to complete it is you have to 100 you have to 100% the game with all five characters, which in itself yeah. not that not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But there is a level near the end of the game called or it's the last level of the game called Champions Road. It is a nightmare, because it's, like, ten minutes long, and there's no checkpoint. It's a a mess. I played it, maybe, I think it was, like, two weeks of me playing it constantly, and I just gave up, because I was like, this is bad. This is bad Mm -hmm. for me. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, but... No, I love this. Like, um, I guess to finish off anime, because we went on a bit of a tangent, I think by... The other favorites I have are like, um, just name off the top of my head, like Death Note, obviously, Evangelion, obviously, Steins Gate, obviously. I yeah. can't really think if I'm missing any. Like, let me take a quicker look. Uh, oh, I'm Stupid. Yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> That's yeah. the other show that I
1: love to bits. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember we talked about that uh, off Yeah, Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I... And, as I said when uh, we talked about it, uh, I only watched part one and like the three mm-hmm. first episodes of uh, mm-hmm. part two. It took, okay, just to show you how how much
0: like those like those seasons are kind of like a little bit, I don't know, just like not engaged not as engaging as it gets. Literally, like it maybe took me like, I think an entire summer to like slog through. 26 episodes of part one and part two. Yeah. um, And then it took me a month to get through all 49 episodes of the third part. And then it took me, like, another month to do part four and then another month to do part five. It's like those... Like, I would watch them every day. Like, mm-hmm. every day. Every day it would be like... Because I, I would have a... This is back in high school. So I'd have, like, an art class in the morning that I wouldn't really have to pay attention to. So I would just... Do paper mache or something stupid and like yeah. watch JoJo on my, and watch JoJo on my phone. Uh-huh. I would do and I would do that for months, <laughs> for an entire semester. That was my life, best semester of my life. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now I gotta watch, uh, like I gotta finish part two.
0: Oh yeah, the part, part three and four are on Netflix now. I think part yeah. five is part five is gonna get on there probably next year. Well, I they think seem to, they seem to be doing a. Uh, a year apart. Whenever the yeah, w- like because, *Stardust Crusaders* came out February of 2020, and then *Diamond Is Unbreakable* Part Four just came out on Netflix.
1: Right. Well, on uh, Netflix, Canada, Canada, they have, uh, uh, part one, two, and three.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Never mind then.
0: Yeah. I forgot that. I, <laughs> I forgot that we live in different countries. and uh, Netflix is different. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, no, and I was uh, looking at my anime list, and I noticed that like at number ten, I strangely, ha- strangely have a lot of uh, movies.
0: Yeah, I like, have a lot of movies on there yeah. too. No, we we like, need to do like obviously we have anime movies on there already, but like we could probably do like a Studio Ghibli marathon at some point. That would be insane. Dude,
1: I gotta watch like I want at some point. I want to watch like all the Miyazaki films and all the mm. the films by uh, Isao Takata. Who's the guy yeah. who made uh, Grave of the Fireflies?
0: Mm-hmm. Right now, my girlfriend and I are going through every Studio Ghibli movie ever made, even uh-huh. the ones by Go- even the ones by Gorō Miyazaki, which yes. are, infa- are infamously not that good. Yeah, <laughs> like He's Tales from the Sea or Earwig and the Witch. Which I mean, he might be competent. I think there's like another movie he made. Uh, I, don't I don't know, know, know. it's called. I don't know, but I don't know. I. I always withhold judgment before I see
1: any movie, and is I've never he? seen, yeah, I've
0: never seen those two. So we'll see. <laughs>
1: um, I because there's uh, I think the last, uh, film released by uh studio uh, Studio Ghibli, that was maybe directed by yes, it was directed by yeah, uh, Gorō Miyazaki, which is yeah, like in, yeah, and it's in 3D, and it looks yes. like shit. It's not a very good-looking film, no. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> that's... That's... By Studio Ghibli... Like, the guys who made fucking Spirited Away... And... <laughs> like, Totoro and all that kind of stuff. It's like, those guys made... This? Yeah, it's...
0: Well... Technically not. Because <laughs> it well, is, like... Yeah, it's the same studio. years away from, like, Tokyo. Right, right, but still. But... It's the same studio, yeah. Probably a lot of the same animators. Like I... Like, I kind of think. Like, my theory is that it really was just kind of an experiment.
1: Probably. They didn't didn't really know what they were doing. Right, because they've had the same style for, like, 30
0: years. But then again, I'm not an animator, so I can't really really say, like, you know, maybe they didn't know what they were doing. Because, obviously, I know a lot about how to make a movie. I don't know anything about how to make an animated movie. Same. (laughs) So when I say I like an animated movie, that is mostly subjective. (laughs) <laughs> like it's it's yeah. either gonna be it's either gonna, gonna be from like objective the really only way i could say is like story structure mm-hmm. like how how it's written yeah because every because everything about the visuals is gonna be like it looks
1: pretty or it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so for the the ghibli films that i have seen uh the only miyazaki films that i've seen are house weaving castle which is my favorite that's, uh it's great it's great uh, Spirited Away, which I really want to re-watch it at some point, because I feel like I didn't watch it in the, in the best conditions. And when I re-watch it, I'd love to watch it in theaters. Ugh,
0: watching like, it, I've seen it, I've seen it like twice in theaters now. It's it's an experience. Yeah. It's so
1: good. And, uh... No, I've seen four. So I've seen those two, and the other two that I've seen are Castle in the Sky, which was the the first one I saw, and it was... It was a bit forgettable, I thought. It's not great, but it's, it's still good. Yeah, it's still pretty good. And uh, I still saw uh, Princess Mononoke. Mm, I have not seen that one yet, actually. It's nice. I like it. Yeah.
0: Um, hold on. Let me pull up the Ghibli list because i I've seen right. I've seen most of them. I know that because there was there was a period of time when. Uh, was there was a period of time when my local theater was showing uh, a Studio Ghibli film a month. And, Dude, uh, oh, that's cool. That, that was when I watched most of them. They sadly didn't bring it back for like years after that, but no. it, was, it was a great, great time when it was. So The ones that I've seen are Nausicaä, which was the first one they made, and it's pretty good. Castle in the Sky, I like that one. Grave of the Fireflies is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So is My Neighbor Totoro. Uh, Porco Rosso? Is a really interesting one Have you ever heard of Poco- Porco yes, Rosso? Yes it's
1: uh, like n- uh, the, the, the one that I'm the most curious To yeah. see Pigman Pigman yes. pilot
0: And he's hilarious It's a really funny movie It like, looks it's, nice it's, it's so It's so Like mystifying to my friends And, yeah. there and how good that movie is mm-hmm. Yeah then there's uh, Then there's Pompoko uh, Yeah I've seen Pompoko I don't like Pompoko <laughs> Really? <laughs> Cause it's it is two hours long of mm-hmm. tanukis doing nothing. <laughs> it, it, I swear to God, it feels like a three-hour-long movie. Then again, mm. I saw it in theaters, so maybe there's something to that. Maybe. maybe it's like maybe I was there and it felt longer. I don't know. Um, yeah. what else? Is, what else we got? Spirited Away. Obviously, I've already talked about that movie at length. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, the here's the most underrated Studio Ghibli film. I think. Yeah. Uh, the cat returns. The cat. Oh. It is, it is a it is a seventy five minute very short movie, uh-huh. but it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's oh. so, it's adorable because it's about like this. It's about this like high school girl who like rescues a cat from getting hit by a bus, and the cat's like, "You're cool. I'm gonna go take you to marry my prince." And then she turns him. Then he turns her into a cat and takes her to cat world, and it's so dumb and i love it <laughs> oh that sounds w- nice it's it's just nice i really yeah. can't wait to rewatch it with my girlfriend because i sing the the praises of that movie so often it's uh-huh. very it's
1: it's very goofy and i like that a lot yeah it's um, like yeah but that's uh Studio ghibli like that's a cool thing to, to live in canada netflix canada has basically every single mm-hmm. uh film from studio ghibli
0: yeah i think we talked about that last time because yeah. it's like you guys have it on Netflix, we have it on HBO Max. Right. Which, I don't know, okay, do they have Grave of the Fireflies on Netflix over there?
1: Uh, in Canada? Yeah, because that's the Just, only one uh, that's
0: not on HBO Max.
1: We apparently don't.
0: Yeah, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm yeah. pretty sure another studio, or another like
1: distributor owns the rights to that. Oh, uh, well, it. C- could it be uh, Disney? Disney. Because I know that Disney no. uh, exported a lot of uh, movies to uh, Studio Di- Ghibli movies to America. Yeah, Disney owns a lot of them. Yeah, in, uh, Disney owns every single one of them
0: except yeah. for Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, that's Grave weird. of the Fireflies is on Hulu over here. Uh, yeah, which I, I it's it's Hulu is like a Fox affiliate, so maybe that's how they got on there. I don't know if it's owned by Fox. Don't quote me on that. I don't know, um, but yeah, I guess just fin- finishing it up. I've seen um, I guess. The most recent one I I saw was uh oh obviously this house moving castle we didn't even mention that mm-hmm. um, very good. or yeah we did but it's, it's, it's yeah it's, it's my great. favorite it's it's like it's to me Studio Ghibli's like a third masterpiece behind Studio Ghibli or behind Spirited Away and Totoro mm-hmm. like it's 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 up there with the greats
1: yeah all and, right and then. F- yeah, what, yeah what well, are you I was gonna because you mentioned like uh Second Spirit Away and Totoro, and it's like mm-hmm. my brother has been telling me that I have to watch Totoro for so long, it's and it's so I cool. kind of I'm really curious to see why everyone loves it so much because I, I don't seem to really get it. Here's, here's why I like Totoro, yeah, it feels
0: like a different kind of movie for Ghibli because a lot of Ghibli movies are very like. Epic, very, like... Like, it's very cinematic. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But Totoro Totoro scales it back. It's... It's Mm. a very, like... It's a very, like, small story about a dad and his two daughters who just moved into this house in the country and about their mother that's in the hospital and the kids explore the forests and they find, like, you know, the forest spirits like Totoro and all them. And it's just... It's so pretty. It like it put me, it put me in a really good headspace because I was watching it with my girlfriend and she fell asleep, and we were watching it on my little laptop uh, in my in my in my dark room, and I was just like I was just sitting there watching it and I was like, this might be the best thing ever. I was like I was like this is so, <laughs> I was like yeah. this is the, this is the best moment that I've had in a while. I was like this uh, is so this is so great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love I love Totoro, uh, like so much. It's such a Personal film of how much I love it. Same mm-hmm. as same as Spirited Away. Uh-huh. But um, the last the last Studio Ghibli film I've
1: seen is uh, Ponyo. All right, I was gonna ask about that because it looks really weird. A lot of people don't like Ponyo. Mm-hmm. I think it's
0: I think it's cute. Yeah, but it's not it's not great. It's like a solid seven out of ten probably.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If I had to give it a number rating, it's good, but it's not like you know, it's not as incredible as the other ones obviously right but yeah no my girlfriend and i are still making our way through the uh the old studio ghibli list so i will probably update everybody uh, over here on the podcast as that goes along yeah but yeah that's that's all i gotta say about ghibli i guess I
1: really gotta watch uh more films from studio ghibli
0: Oh, of course.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's why I did. I
0: put Totoro on my watch list for us. I don't know if I did.
1: Uh let me check. I think you did. Because if I get, because if yeah. I didn't,
0: I'm ad- I'm adding it's, it right after. Uh, okay,
1: it's there. Uh okay. Did you did you hear the story about how like Miyazaki his his wife forced him to go into retirement because uh, she thought like you can't keep working until the day you die. That's not a, li- a life to live. And yeah. then he was in <laughs> retirement for a couple of years, and then he was a his wife was like, all right, you're miserable. You have to get back to work. You can <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's just like, all right, Miyazaki has to work until he dies. That's just how his brain works. That's no, how it's going to go. Yeah, and then it works for us because he makes great films. And we want to yeah, watch like, them.
0: Because yeah, I remember when that happened. Because it was like, I think 2013 or 2015. Uh, uh, yeah. That was when um, The Wind Rises came out. And that was like his big yep. f- farewell film.
1: And yeah, he's like, big.
0: Right. Yeah. He's like, bye. And then he came back in, like, I think 2019. And he was just like, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm making a movie. <laughs>
1: Dude, you know, I'm pretty sure that wasn't even the first time he we went into retirement. Like, that's I think it was the true. second time. Yeah, I think that's actually true. Yeah. But, you know, uh, the without having seen it, The Wind Rises really feel like a farewell for, from Miyazaki since it's really like, you know, it's a film about planes. And it's... Uh, a globally known fact that Miyazaki is passionate about planes. Yeah. And, you know, Studio Ghibli, the word Ghibli comes from, a, uh, like, a, a model of plane.
0: Really? I didn't know yeah. that. I feel, I feel like I've heard that in the past, but I just
1: didn't remember what it was from. Mm-hmm. No, he's yeah. like... I don't know why, he's just really a, a big fan of planes. That, that's fun. just Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so... But in terms of uh, other anime films that I've seen besides uh, Studio Ghibli, have you seen Akira? I have seen Akira. Do I like Akira quite a bit? Um, I really like Akira.
0: Akira is one of those movies that I need to watch again. Because All right. When I watched it, I liked it. I didn't love it, hmm. but I really, I really do need to watch it again. Um, okay. I've se- I'm trying to think of other anime films I've seen. Obviously, there's ones that have like made their way into my favorites. They're on my watch list for us. You know, there's there's Perfect Blue and
1: yeah. uh, Silent Voice, Silent Voice, which I'm, I'm pretty sure we both talked about. We did. How, yeah, we like, talked about. Yeah, yeah. Great that movie.
0: Film. I. I have not been affected in the same way by any movie in the past than I was with Silent Voice. Hmm. I. I'll go into like, obviously I'll go into more detail when we do an episode on it. Yeah. But I I watched it with friends over Discord. Uh, uh-huh. I think it was earlier this year, um, and legitimately after the movie, I was like, I gotta I gotta go for a bit. And I just I muted my mic and I went and laid on the couch and I just stared <laughs> up at the ceiling. I was yeah. like, Jesus no, Christ. That's...
1: Yeah, it's. It's a very emotional film.
0: It's a it's a deeply affecting. movie. It's
1: and you know strangely like I'm I'm not I'm the kind of person who can cry at a lot of films. Like to mm. give you an example, I cried watching Endgame. Not really? even a, not even a joke, and so I expected. Obviously, I, I expected to tr- to cry watching uh, Sound Voice, and I strangely did not. I don't know why. I think it was like, so, over, kind of like emotionally overwhelming that my body didn't know how to react yeah i shut i shut down it's a lot
0: (laughs) my brain my brain stopped functioning i was like i can't uh, yeah it's
1: (laughs) it's such a it's such a beautiful film it really is and Uh. i i
0: might i might have to over i don't know i was thinking about this all week Mm -hmm. i might have to override or, or overrule the randomizer to, for uh-huh. us to watch it on my next re- on my next recommendation. Dude, sh- yeah, I mean, because sure. I, I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I just want to revisit it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm down for that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And okay. it got it got
0: taken yeah. off of Netflix, so I'm gonna have to
1: order it. <laughs> oh well, guess what? It's still here in Canada. Oh, of oh. course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is you damn canadians <laughs> we've got we've got a great selection of anime on netflix i know like, you guys do there's there's it's a insane. lot of good stuff <laughs> um yeah also another um another anime film that i really like is uh paprika
0: Ooh, which i know not, i know
1: you mentioned perfect blue mm-hmm.
0: yes it's by the same guy i need to yes like, uh, i have i have, I have all of his movies on one of my Amazon lists Mm -hmm. (laughs) to to pick up eventually.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, because I I really like Inception. And Mm. I've heard that, well, basically this... uh, uh, Oh, shit. Hold on. I just realized that my webcam stopped recording. Oh, how long? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs)
0: Well, whenever whenever it stopped, I guess I'll just put a picture yeah.
1: of your face on the screen. <laughs> sure, hold on. All right, we're we're back. We're back. Uh, all, right. all right. So, uh, what was I talking about? You're talking about a uh, paprika. Yes. So, I really liked Inception, and I've heard for a while that there was, you know, Christopher Nolan was really inspired by paprika to make Inception. And I so I thought, all that. right. Yeah, well, there's a lot of shots. I don't, I don't know if you've seen Inception.
0: I have not seen Inception, nor have I seen Pepperito.
1: All right, well, they're both, uh, they're both, they're
0: both on my mammoth watch list. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they're both great. And when, you, uh, when you're going to see them, you're going to realize that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of shots that are in the films, and they're, they all have kind of like, uh, you. It, people dreaming and seeing what's in the other people's dream and like are you still dreaming or are you really awake and that kind of stuff which i think is really interesting and uh, so i decided to watch it now I, I was just blown away like satoshikan really was a master at his craft
0: he uh
1: he's gone and way too soon too oh way too soon like he, no i when i watched perfect
0: blue i was like this is amazing and then i find i found out that night that he died and i was like oh <laughs>
1: I was oh like, man, come you, on, dude! Dude, he died at like fifty.
0: Yeah, because he had, I think all of his work was Perfect Blue, Paprika, um, Tokyo Godfathers, uh, Millennium Actress, and the uh, season-long anime Paranoia Agent. Yeah, I'm probably forgetting one. I mean, uh,
1: just, yeah, and I think uh, they were all made in like the span of ten years.
0: It was like it was like 1998 to like maybe 2012.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's like it's crazy how the guy had such an Im- an impactful career and such a a great in career.
0: A, in such a short amount of time, like, yeah. like really, obviously, like was that like give or take like fourteen years? Like yeah. obviously, that's a decent amount of time, but like that's that's nothing compared yeah. to like compared to like the you know fifty years that Scorsese or someone like that has been. In yeah. the business. Or even Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. But, like, his work was extremely impactful. And... Yeah. I am really excited to watch the rest of them.
1: Yeah, and no, I really have to watch... I've heard so much good stuff about Perfect Blue.
0: Oh, it's so good. Like, re- yeah. really, that's that's another episode. Same as Silent Voice that I'm really excited to do. because mm-hmm. I Because I love Perfect Blue as well.
1: Yeah. Um... Well, yeah. So, I don't know if you wanted to keep going on anime. If you want to, to end <laughs> I think this, we've,
0: we've probably been at this for probably been at you know the anime talk for like an hour or so. So I think I mean I've run out of uh, stuff yeah. to talk about it on All anime right. for now. So should yeah. we
1: sh- should we do the randomizer? <sighs> yes,
0: or I mean, All if right. you have a if you have a specific film in no, mind, I... you don't. Okay. I don't. Okay, I then. don't. We'll, I really want to do, do, do the it.
1: randomizer. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, all right. I'm going to... I have a list of all the the films that I want to talk about in the podcast. I'm going to put them in a randomizer, and the first one that's going to come up is going to be the film that we're going to talk about next week. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hold on. All right. It's loading. All right. Holy fucking shit. The film that we're going to talk about next week is House yes
0: yes dude i'm so down yes oh yes
1: dude oh man i'm so happy
0: like i just watched it like two weeks ago but i'm gonna watch it all again when i come back from vacation
1: oh Oh, yes i'm so happy about that
0: i love it yes that's so good oh i can't wait i cannot wait for house
1: uh, that's out of all the films that I could have <laughs> picked. I'm so glad it was this one. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. my God. House, which for those who have not seen the, the previous episode is, was the, the number 10 on my uh, list of favorite movies. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I can't yeah. wait. All
0: that's right. Great. So, yeah, I guess that's, that's, that's the end of episode one. Mm hmm the the discussion of Run Lola Run and very long discussion of anime. <laughs> um, huh. But th- but thank you all for watching if you've made it this far, um, and I guess just uh, yeah I I'm Alec, and I'm Phil, and uh, this was Movie Dudes, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye i